what's in your DNA is what makes you black. It's not the way that you act or talk. I feel like that's something that's very important and a lot of kids don't hear that because for me growing up, I always felt like, damn, I needed to act this way and then I'd be more black. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is another episode of Privileged Black Kids with your host, Kendall Camp. Um, today, I brought on my friend Luther Haynes. Um, Luther and me actually contacted through Twitter DM first. Um, me and Luther grew up in the same area, so we dealt with the thing of being called whitewashed or not black enough. Um, throughout the episode, we both talked about you know, how to deal with it, um, also how it can help people as far as people that have dealt with it and maybe ways they can cope with it or realizing how they can still go through it and be themselves. Um, also, for maybe through pe for people who have called somebody whitewashed or not black enough, you know, as far as the reasons why you shouldn't and maybe seeing from their perspective. Um, please post and tag me if you like this episode. My, my Instagram name is underscore Kendall Camp. Um, Luther's Instagram, the guest on, is uh, Snuggucci. Um, hit me up if you have any topic suggestions for the podcast. I have a couple bigger influencers coming on soon, so hopefully that will go well. Um, thank you so much for the audience for just posting, emailing me, you know, stuff of that nature. And here's another episode of Privileged Black Kids. What's up, Luther? Thank you so much for coming on today. Of course. Thank you for having me here. No problem. So, you know, as far as here on episode eight, today we're going to get into calling somebody whitewash or not black enough. And I had some different questions I kind of came up with as far as like what I was thinking. And the first one that I thought of was, what does it mean to be called whitewash or not black enough? Like in your sense or your definition? My definition is um, being called whitewash. I feel like people... When you call when people call you whitewashed, you're not black enough. Mm -hmm. I feel like they're saying that you act like you act too smart mm -hmm. in a sense because like being black is being loud, being you know essentially ghetto. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people have that like mindset like stereotype, mentality, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, in their minds that they're like that's what it is to be black, and you're not showing that, so it's like oh, so you must be acting like you're white. Yeah. Like I've, especially growing up in like series and stuff, like I've experienced a lot of that, especially mm -hmm. like in elementary school. Yeah. And like I've also experienced that from other black people because you know mm -hmm. when you don't, because I never like really fit in with the black people that I went to school with because yeah. you know they were just like loud, rowdy and stuff, and yeah. I just that wasn't me. Mm -hmm. Like I was just me, you know, like, yeah. just chilling and stuff. Yeah, they would be like loud and all that, and yeah, I've got played a big part into like my mindset when it comes to like being called whitewashed. Got you. Um. So with the, on that point too, like what was probably like the first time like you're called whitewash, whitewash or like not black enough? Uh, whitewash, I want to say it was as early as second grade. Um, Damn. Yeah, for me it was like as early as second grade because I had a lot of like black classmates. Or no, not a lot, probably like two or three others, but they would always collectively call me like, oh, you're whitewashed, you don't act like us, you know? Mm -hmm. So I feel like that was a big issue for me. But um, I wanted to ask you like, mm -hmm. when was your first time being called whitewashed? My first time? Um, cause obviously you don't realize it like when you're young, especially like in with an elementary school. Like I would always notice, um, like obviously like my dad was an educator, so he knows kind of like a lot about like child development, especially for like young like African American boys, and that like that stuff really starts like in middle school. That's that's where you can see certain things. Mm. But even in elementary school, like I had a couple friends, like they would always they were always getting in trouble. Like I remember there's this one. He was like one of my black friends. Like he, he, like he, like he hit somebody like so hard, like they had to go to the hospital. Like it was so bad, and I'm like, what? Like just crazy stuff. And yeah, it's a lot of bad. I'd be seeing like black people just not doing well for themselves. Like why is this? Like why? Why was it? Mm -hmm. And then like I know with racism, like probably like actually fifth grade. I think it was an Asian kid, and like this first time like, I got called the N word, and I was like super like heated and pissed. Like I wanted to fight him, but my other friend was like, nah, nah like don't do that. I was like, 
But as far as like the whitewash, like not black enough part, I probably got that. It's funny, like I think I, I got it throughout middle school, but there was this one point, like I remember it was eighth grade, and uh, obviously like I played basketball or whatever, and we like we won a championship like, championship, like we think we only lost like one or two games that whole year, like we were nice. And one of the dudes on the team, like one of the best players, he was black. He was like, "Oh, Kendall, like you're just not, you're not, you're not, you're not even black." And I was like, "What is that?" Even you ever like you ever you like somebody tells you that it just hits you. You're like, "What?" Mm-hmm. And like mine, like we won a championship. We're supposed to be happy, and I just got like super sad. Like I just went like quiet for like the rest of the night. I was That's just crazy. like, "Like fuck!" Like you know, like why is this? You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that was my first experience. I mean, I dealt with it like throughout middle, like throughout middle school, a lot for parts of high school like I guess junior and senior got better because you kind of get used to it like you kind of just adapt definitely you know kind of have to yeah but I was wondering like how did you like first like react to it like would you get mad sad would you question yourself at first I was kind of upset so I'm like damn like I know that I'm black but I'm not living up to like what people think black is so am I like for me it was more so like invalidation like I didn't feel like I was valid enough being you know mm-hmm. the person that I was mm-hmm. and I've experienced a lot of like even, like, for my own family, I experienced a lot of that, and I think that made me more, like, angry because I remember my auntie, like, one day, mm-hmm. we were, I was at the house, yeah. our house in series or whatever, and we were chilling outside, and she, like, stopped me before I went inside. She was like, hey, like, I need to talk to you, and I was like, what's up, you know? Mm-hmm. And she was like, you think you're better than us, huh? And I, and I was like, what? like, it just, like, caught me off guard, but I kind of realized what she meant by that because, like, mm-hmm. me versus my cousins, I don't, like, we don't have the same mannerisms and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that was, like, a big, like, for me, in that moment, I realized, like, damn, this is really, like, a, this is a thing. Like, yeah. this, is one, this is an issue mm-hmm. for me. So, I think that's, yeah. Did you talk to her about it? Like, or did you just... I didn't. I just brushed it off, and I didn't talk to her. I told my mom about it, and she was like, well, that's just the way that they are. And, like, you just kind of have to, like, brush it off. Like, that's what that's I was sad. just taught growing up, yeah. But have you experienced anything like that from your own family as well, or was it just, like, mainly school? No, because I guess, like, my family, like, it's, I'm not going to lie, like, we're all, like, really highly educated and we like talk a certain way so it's kind of like expected mm-hmm. i have got from other like some of my friends because like i have a grandpa like he grew up like pretty rough like for his like you know it's kind of typical like he, he could barely make it to college and it was it was tough getting there and you just didn't have a lot of funds so um he kind of grew up in like kind of that area you know what i mean just like mm-hmm. growing up with it and uh i'm one of my friends i think it was like an AU tournament or it was, a, it was a middle school game or something he was like Oh, your grandpa's black. Like, why aren't you? And I'll be like, what? Like, what? Like, yeah. it would be like, it would be dumb stuff like that. But like, from my family, no. I, my family though, sometimes because like, um, a lot of times, I, a lot of times, I don't think like I articulate myself like the best. Like, I don't talk mm-hmm. like the best as far as even like my dad. Like, like where do you pick up this 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 language or this or this slang? I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I went to Riverbank High, but like, I don't know. Like, certain things like that. But my family like never really like would ask me about it so. that's interesting yeah when you first heard it yourself did you were you like upset or angry about it <sighs> shit I mean I think at first like when I started hearing it I would get like sad mm. I would just be like let's well, like why I didn't get it and then I started hearing it like throughout like the end of middle school and high school I would just get mad I'd just be pissed off and like these people are ignorant like it would make no sense and then when I got to like junior senior year I was just like at the end of the day like you can't you can't judge because you have to think of it like if somebody calls you that like think of like what is their background like what have they been through like a lot of people like don't even leave like northern california like for the whole lives like maybe they go to la a couple times or like yeah. you know out here like maybe they gone to mexico but like 
they don't get to go to a place like <laughs> New York or Chicago or DC or Atlanta and we'll see like so many black people like achieving great things. Definitely. Right. Like I remember too, cause like my dad being a superintendent, I would have friends that would be like, your dad's like always in a suit and tie. Like, and I'd be like, yeah, that's his job. He has to be like, and they're like, is your dad always like that? I'm like, no, when he's at home, like he's in a t-shirt and some, like some sweats like anybody else. But just that thing of like, they've never even seen like another black man in a suit. Mm-hmm. So them, like, it's like, it's foreign to them. You know what I mean? Yes, definitely. So. But it's a lot of that too. Yeah. But, um, I guess like the next thing is like, do you think like if you grew up like somewhere different, it would change? Cause I know if you grew up, like kind of give your background where you grew up. Cause obviously like we've been around like the same people in Central Valley. But you spent time in the Bay, so like, do you think it would be different if you grew up in like New York, Chicago, or ATL? Or- I think it would definitely be a lot different because I feel like in places like the ATL and places like New York, there's like a dense black population, mm-hmm. and I feel like you have like all spectrums of black people in those areas yeah. mm-hmm. versus out here. Because out here, it's like very like it's it's hard to like you don't see a lot of black people. Like I think right now in where I live at is like two percent black people in the whole county, yeah, and that's like a small amount uh-huh. for like a. One million population, you know, like it's yeah. crazy. So like, um, it's a train of thought. No, it's coming from wherever like you're thinking, like it's. But yeah, I feel like just in those in those areas, yeah, it would mm-hmm. definitely be like a lot easier for me to like, I guess, navigate myself, and I wouldn't have to deal with it as much because like, I'm around black mm-hmm. people, and there's you know everyone kind of like. Do you do you wish it was different? Like, do you go back and wish like, oh, why don't I, why didn't I grow up in this environment, or do you like actually see the positive now because you can feel like. You can deal with it, like, with anybody. Honestly, I'm kind of glad I went through it because now, with me going into political science, I feel like I know what, it, what it's like to be looked at a certain way mm-hmm. and be kind of, like, judged in a sense. So I just feel like I'm kind of grateful that I've learned that because I can also help people who are younger and, you know, hopefully mm-hmm. motivate someone else to, like, get through it and, like, know that they're, they are enough just because mm-hmm. they talk or act a certain way. Even though a lot mm-hmm. of people might not approve of it, you know? No, that's real. That makes sense. That's crazy. There's some more thing about it. I think I was about to say something. I don't know. Um, but even to that point, like, you talking about, like, the way, like, you grew up, like, as far as that kind of changing where you're at, like, I was wondering, too, like, it kind of does go into, like, the next question, but, like, as far as when you moved, like, to the Central Valley, to the Bay Area, like, did you notice the difference? And it's kind of, it's been a problem, of course, in the Central Valley, in the Central Valley that nobody really talks about, but as far mm-hmm. as, like, people actually like accepting you for who you are out there instead of mm-hmm. out here it's just like oh like why are you not playing sports oh why are you not rapping like yeah, you know definitely. what i mean so just a lot of that it's just like um from central valley versus the bay area i feel like in the central valley like there's just a lot of ignorant people like i hate to say it mm-hmm. i really do but i feel like the ignorance levels are really high out here and there's ignorance out in the bay area of course yeah but i feel like here's just so like it's so dense and so like heavy yeah and um just being in the Bay Area, like, I feel like a lot of people, at least a lot of the black friends that I've met, it's never been like, oh, that person talks white, this person talks like that, because they're, like, more educated and they know. Yeah, they've seen so many different people, like, it's like, it's fine. Exactly. So yeah. there's no, like, judgment on that part. But um, definitely out here, I feel like, and I feel like it's kind of twisted, because I get a lot of that. I used to get a lot of that from white people themselves. Mm-hmm. And, like, for me, it's like, who are you to tell me that I'm not black enough when you're yeah. not even, no speck of black in you? Like, yeah. what are you talking about, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, have you experienced, like, what have, as for you, what do you think it would be better if you lived somewhere else or grew up somewhere else? That's funny you say that, because, like, me and my parents would always talk about that, because, like, I grew up, like, because I was born in Berkeley, I lived in Hayward for a couple years, but obviously I don't remember that. I lived for, like, 10 years in Elk Grove, like, that Sacramento area, mm-hmm. and moved to Modesto and Riverbank, so I've kind of moved around a little bit, and, um, 
I'm not even gonna lie. I remember like the first day, like you know, like when your parents are like, oh yeah, we're gonna go drive to the place we're about to live at, and like we go to Riverbank. I mind it's like between like fifth and sixth grade. I'm like crying. I'm like I don't want to go here. Like it was to me, it was like super whack. And my parents were like, oh, this is gonna be cool. It's gonna be dope. And then we moved out here. And my mom was like, people are like really ignorant, racist. Like Definitely. just dealing with certain things. Like it's um, like people are like, oh, your mom talks like so nice. I'm like. What do you mean? Like, it's just like how yeah, she is. Like, never, they never seen stuff like that. Like, do I wish I would have grew up in the Bay Area? Like, in some instances, yes. And that's more because, as far as experiencing my network, because like mm-hmm. when I got to Morehouse, I didn't realize, like, not, I'm, saying, I'm not saying my network was like bad, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize like what I never exposed myself to. Like, I didn't know like any doctors, lawyers, entrepreneurs, high, high achieving people in business. Like, it just wasn't a thought. Mm-hmm. So when I got out there, I was like, damn, like, I wish, like, I kind of would have got it. Because, you know, certain kids in the Bay Area, like, they have oh, all these connections. And, you know, yeah. like, you got kids that got connections with the Warriors and different things. But I do now look back at it. Like, I'm actually, like, grateful for it. Because, mm-hmm. like, I can feel like I can go in, into any space and, like, be myself and deal with, deal with anything. Because if, if you grew up, like, everything was fine. When it comes to that point, let's say you're 25 and you deal with that, you're like, what the hell? Yeah. You know what I mean? So Definitely. So since you've been, like... Since you left California, you went to Georgia. Mm-hmm. Have you experienced that at your own college from other black kids? Even though that everyone's trying to, you know, mm-hmm. hire, get their higher education over there. Yeah. Um, I really never have. And it kind of blows my mind because, like, Atlanta, like, there's so many black people. Like, I've never dealt with somebody saying, oh, you talk white or you're mm-hmm. not black enough. And, like, mine, like, we're all, like, very different. Like, we're all black people like, around the whole country. So, we, mm-hmm. everybody has different accents. Like, you'll know from somebody that's from, like... DC or like NYC or just like you know something from like Baltimore like everybody's Baltimore and DC are the same area but yeah. yeah but um you know it's um I'm trying to get my thoughts together I I've I've, I've dealt with it like I can you can see like there's certain black people that there like they're like oh like why are they like this like they're super nerdy or just kind of weird but like for the most part like nobody really cares because like we've seen it all like you know like it's okay to like be in like to be a black nerd, like you can be in a oh, phot- you can be in a photography or like in STEM or exactly. just like you can be like writing books. Like people will support you, and out here like it's different. You know what I mean? Yeah, I could definitely could see know? that. Could see that for myself. And I think like I think the creativity thing I think is the biggest thing because out here it's almost like I'm not saying people are creative, but it's always kind of stuff. It's the same thing as like what you do. It's like you go to school, how you go to high school, mm-hmm. then you go to college get a job then you kind of like try to ease into like your major and get a job that's within it but you don't really think about it like yeah. i think the per the preparation is different so like when out here like to give an example a lot of my friends are business majors they just take their gen eds and they're fine with that mm-hmm. but at morehouse it's like yeah you're taking your gen eds but it's like all right what what recruiters are you meeting with today mm-hmm. like what professional programs are you trying to get into um how are you like what are you doing to like edit your resume um what programs what organizations are you in like how are you always building yourself up to where like when you do get that interview sophomore and junior and you're trying to go against that kid that went to Harvard or Yale yeah. you feel like you're just like the same as them or even better because you've been through the fire you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I think that's like the biggest difference so makes a lot of sense yeah like it's me being called a whitewasher black enough I don't that's know just I can just do what I want out there um I guess like the next question like why like why do you think it's a bad thing like as far as like people saying like talking white or talking sophisticated or why do we even say like talking white because like they never say that about Asian people like why 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 do you think it's like a bad thing 
I think it's a bad thing, but... Or why do people look at it as a bad thing? People look at it as a bad thing because it's it's like, oh, you're not connected to your roots in a sense. Because I feel like it goes back to, like, slavery and Jim Crow and all, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, basically we lost our culture. We lost, like, our roots. And I feel like they wanted to, like, at least, like, I feel like black people themselves wanted to cling on to something at least a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that was, you know, talking black and having the mannerisms and, like, yeah. you know, like, the vernacular, I should say. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like that plays a huge part into it. And I feel like a lot of people think that mm-hmm. if, you, if you're talking white, you're just trying to, like, get away from that. Yeah. You're not, you're not mm-hmm. connecting to who you really are deep down, I feel like. Yeah. Have you ever dealt with somebody t- saying, like, that you sold out or something like that? Or just, uh, like... Personally, no, not yet. But I've heard a lot of that with my mom because you know how my mom's like, she's the, like she's an executive director right now, so mm-hmm. you know for affordable housing and stuff. So like like my family members will say stuff like that about her, mm-hmm. but I've never personally had to like encounter that. Thank mm-hmm. thank God, you know. But yeah, it's just like it's kind of sad. Yeah. Should it shouldn't be that way, you know. So do you think like kind of the future, like when you're going to law and let's say you're getting your JD at whatever school like do you think you'll deal with your family or friends being like oh you sold out like you wear a suit and tie every day now and just like you're always just that's tough honestly like um i would say for my friends i feel like they would be more supportive Mm -hmm. and be like yeah i'm proud of you whatever and i know my mom would definitely be proud of me Mm -hmm. but as for like my dad and like his side of the family and my mom some some cousins on my mom's side i feel like they would say that to me Mm -hmm. but at the same time it's like you guys were never like really in my life to begin with you know Mm -hmm. so you guys wouldn't really like know and i like it's one of my fears honestly like going in like wanting to do law i've noticed that that's been one of my biggest fears too i've always thought about that Mm. like i feel like i feel like once i get to that level it's gonna be like oh you're too good enough for us or you Mm -hmm. think you're too good enough for us and like have you ever talked to any other like black lawyers that have said like get ready for this or prepare for this uh no not not yet unfortunately i need to do that though get some more insight instead of being so scared of like you know going into the field Mm. But what about you being a business major like how does that make you feel trying to go into that like do you ever feel like anyone's ever gonna be like oh you sell out or i'm gonna try to keep this pg because i've had a lot of conversations with my friends and different people about this because um it's kind of weird because like my friends like they think i'm very like kind of hard-headed and kind of like excuse my language but they think i'm like a sarcastic asshole when it's like no, it's, I'll say what I think, what's on my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, for me, like, the way I act, like, it's very different when I act, like, when I'm just chill with my friends than when I'm in a professional setting. So, to give you an example, like, when I went to New York, like, I realized, like, this is, like, a tough world. Like, this is, like, things are serious. People are, here to, people yeah. are here to move on up and just make their money. Like, exactly. I dealt with, like, I think I told you when I was, like, when I was in, when I was in a plane, I was, mind you, I came, like, straight from class to the airport, tied my earrings in, like, ripped jeans, like, some red Jordans, so, like, they just thought I was any random black kid. Yeah. And this, it was one black dude, he was on the plane, and we, I started talking about my future goals and what I want to do, and I said I want to go work for Google, or, I, like, I aspire to, like, that's one of the companies I want to be at. And he was like, Google doesn't hire black people? I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I know hella black bros, like, who work for Google, and he's like, they don't, like, they don't hire black people? I'm like, all right, like, I'm just going to move on. And then even too, like, I remember like the next day, like I was walking from um, the hotel to like to the headquarters and like, I remember like, I li- you know, you kind of just like you observe everything like while you're walking, especially in New York, like things are moving at a thousand miles oh, an yeah, hour. Definitely. And I remember I looked over and like it was a restaurant. I'm not kidding you, like kidding you. Like it was like 35, like just white men, like all in suits. And I was like, is this the world I'm like, really going to be in? But it's like, 
you just have to like you know Jay Z would always say like the more like the way you move up like exactly. the less black people see so like exactly I kind of get ready for that I think uh, I still want to keep my morals and be a nice person but I know like there's kind of like a certain like seriousness like about certain things like yeah. I've dealt with a lot like people think like oh yeah Kendall's just mean or whatever because like I've dealt with people just being mean to my face yeah, like professionals exactly. like. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've dealt professionals, like, not even liking, liking me have a B average in high school. They're like, why don't you have an A average? Like, why don't you have, like, 3.8 or above? Exactly, like, yeah. You know, but... It's putting these expectations on you all the time. Yeah, but I think that's how it is, especially definitely at corporate, because, like, at the end of the day, like, people are there to make money, and when they're, like, there's, like, hundreds of millions of dollars, like, on the line, like, you have to have your stuff handled. Like, there's no, like, oh, mess up just in an email, which yeah. is, like, you not be able to, like, explain, like, why are we doing this? So, like... I think you have to be, like, ready for it, which I think, like, I am, but, yeah, you know, you have to prepare because, and anything, like, especially when you go into law, like, there's going to be people oh, who are yeah. mean or arrogant or just like, <laughs> why didn't you do this, you know, so. Yeah, it's one of my biggest fears right now, too, dealing with that, like, when, in my profession, at least, when I go get yeah. there. Mm-hmm. So, I like, guess, like, what, like, how have you learned to, like, live with it and, like, guess not get upset? Because I'm still, I'm thinking, like, you still deal with it now. Um, honestly, being in the barrier, I don't deal with it as much. For me, it's just like more so like just ignorance, like just, mm-hmm. just like it's like slight ignorance, but it's not like crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, for me, I've kind of learned to deal with it because like going up in elementary school, like mm-hmm. in series, like it was just crazy. Like I had to deal with, like I was something that I was faced with like almost every week, every day. It felt like mm-hmm. so. It's just something that I kind of got used to, and I just noticed like. I think I told my mom about it because one day I was like really upset. I went home to my mom, and she was just like, "You honestly like you need to like." take pride in who you are and don't mm-hmm. let anyone try to like shame you for it. Yeah. And I think that's at that moment it was like, for me, it was kind of like, yeah, like I need to just like be, you know, like be confident mm-hmm. in myself and who I am yeah. and not let other people's words affect me so much. And I feel like that's what something that's important for all black kids. Cause like if someone would have told me that when I was younger, it yeah. would have definitely had a different outcome. I feel like. So you think if you had some, like a, just somebody that was an older black person that told you like, it's okay. Like to be yourself, like you kind of would like, Oh yeah, definitely. Cool with it. About, uh, That's actually about. the more you, like when you say that that like now thinking back to me like I that didn't happen to me until I was eighteen and I think it has to be like a black person that you look up to you're cool with exactly like I would like I would read it like in articles I think Jay Z said it one time and I was like oh Jay Z like said like people call him whitewashed I was like <laughs> oh that's me but I think it was like one of my mentors like I was talking to um, my mentor Sean Williams and he was like yeah like I deal with people saying I talk different like because he went from like. A rough area, Chicago to ATL in LA. So of course, like he changed like how he how he talked in his vernacular yeah, and everything, and he'd be like, "Yeah, you're gonna deal with it, but who cares? Like, you're just changing. It's fine, you know. But don't don't be sorry or don't feel sorry because like, oh, why do I talk this way? Or you know, like that's just you. Yeah. So it's tough. I guess kind of the, like the last point on like this whole topic, and you can kind of go on about this. But like, what advice would you give to someone that that is that is being called whitewashed, like not black enough? So you could even like look back to our younger self, even maybe when you have kids, like what we would say to them, you know. What's in your DNA is what makes you black. It's not the way that you act or talk. I feel like that's something that's very important and a lot of kids don't hear that because for me growing up, I always felt like, damn, I needed to act this way and then I'd be more black. But it's like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I, I'm dark skinned. Yeah, like, yeah. I, there's no escaping <laughs> this. Like uh-huh. I'm stuck with it, you know? And I feel like that's important for kids to know because like, if I would have heard those certain simple things like being told to me when I was growing up, I feel like I definitely would have had a lot more confidence in myself through Mm -hmm. middle school and high school. Yeah. Because I kind of was just, I don't know, I was kind of like not scared, but I was just more so very, 
you, you say to yourself a lot more than like if you don't want to actually be yourself. Exactly. I feel like people are just always going to judge you about like what your interests are, just what you're doing. Because exactly. like if it's not sports or like entertainment, it's like, oh, like what am I doing? Like is something wrong with me? But Exactly. And that's another thing. Like I've always been told like, oh, you don't, oh, you don't play any sports. Uh, you know, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're not black. You don't play sports. And it's just like, nah. Like I just feel like everyone wants to fit black people into like a box. Mm-hmm. And that's not what it is. It's yeah. just, it's not a box. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, that's real. I guess the advice I would give. Well, one, like, first thing, like, I would say, if you're, if you're a black nerd, like, that, like, I'm going to be honest, like, that shit's dope. Like, you're going to end up winning. And when I mean that is, like, I'm sure you know of all, the, like, the black kids that were, like, the cool kids in, like, middle school and high school. And, like, after high school, like, yeah. it just always goes downhill. So, like, if you're <laughs> smart and, like, you love what you do, like, be okay with that. Like, I would say, like, the biggest thing is, like, just, like, love yourself and, like, know yourself. Like, it's okay to, like, there's, a, you're always going to find there's someone, there's somebody in the world that you have, like, the same interest with and you can talk about it. So don't feel like, yeah. oh, I have to act a certain way, you know? And if you deal with that, because, like, I wish somebody would have told me, like, if you deal with somebody saying you're whitewashed, not black enough, just take a step back and think of, all right, what is their, what is their background? What have they done? Because mm-hmm. if, if they obviously haven't had, like, think of it, for most people, especially in the Central Valley, the only black people they see is, what they see on TV. Exactly. You know, your Kevin Hart's and your yeah. Kevin Durant's and like your Steph Curry's, you know, like, so that's like, that's all they see. And they don't even like look at to like, I'm sure you know guys like the Warriors, like they're heavily invested with venture capital mm. and investing and they're like, they're really smart, but like you just see them on the court, you're just like, oh, there's black dudes playing with tattoos. Oh, yeah, definitely. So yeah. you can't, I, w- I would say just don't, don't judge because everybody has a different background and perspective. So like, just kind of, or educate them too. Like talk about just like why do you feel that way? Exactly. You know, like maybe say help people like, all right, this person has been called whitewash, not black enough. Like, what do you think about this? So, mm-hmm. you know, you got to be confident within yourself and just know that you are black, regardless of what other people may think or say. Yeah, but uh, I guess that's all I have to say. Uh, you have anything else you want to say on the topic? Uh, at the moment, no. I think I'm alright for now. Gotcha. All right. Well, thank you so much, Luther, for coming on today. Um, it means a lot. I'll plug all your stuff in the description. Like, what, what's your Instagram? Like, Snug Gucci. It's S. Well, Snug. <laughs> Why did you come up with that Gucci. name? Uh, it was actually an Xbox. Um, you know, like when it gives you like the randomized names. So yeah. I, I just took it. I was like, you know what? That's gonna be my Instagram and Twitter. And ever since then, I've just kept it. That was like eighth grade. Got you. That's crazy. Well, y'all can follow him. He does photography. Um, you can try to hit him up. He probably won't text back though because like he's super popular. Always text back. All he the does. Time. He does not. Text back all the time. Um, oh, you can follow him on Twitter too. What same at name? Uh, same at name. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's he's popping on Twitter. Like it's, I'm not it's, popping. It's, on it's big. I'm not Kendall. Not yet. Oh god. <laughs> all right. But thank you so much, guys, and thank you for listening to the eighth episode of Pretty Black Kids.